the Bible Study Podcast, episode 770. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the books of the Minor Prophets with the book of Habakkuk, chapter 1. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We come into yet another minor prophet here, the book of Habakkuk, again only three chapters long, and the first one goes like this. The prophecy that Habakkuk the prophet received, Habakkuk's complaint. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. This is a familiar theme. It's a familiar theme with those who pray to God, I think, in any age. And we may not all see the same thing, and we may all look at what is injustice and who's getting justice differently. But I think a lot of us feel from time to time, just like the prophet Habakkuk, why do you make me look at injustice? Why do the wrong people succeed? Why does evil seem to prosper? Why did God, you tolerate wrongdoing? I see destruction. I see violence. I see strife. I see conflict. I see the law that justice is not going to the right people and justice being perverted. And Lord, how long? And it is easy to get frustrated with God's timing on justice because God's timing is not our timing. My timing is that ought to be justice and ought to be yesterday. But of course, God, who is a merciful God, we were learning that over the last couple books, as God is giving, for instance, the people of Nineveh and the people of Assyria a chance in the book of Nahum and the book of Jonah, even though God has problems with them, God gives them a chance to repent And if God is giving people a chance to repent, it means that he's letting them do their stuff, letting them do their sinning, letting them do their evil, tolerating wrongdoing for a time. Only for a time. The Bible tells us that it is a temporary thing. But, you know, life is a temporary thing and temporary things can go on rather long. So this is a common complaint. We understand where Habakkuk is coming from. And he goes on, the Lord's answer, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe. Even if you were told, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings not their own. They are a feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. Their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They all come intent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities. By building earthen ramps, they capture them. Then they sweep past like the wind and go on, guilty people whose own strength is their God. We said that Babylon hasn't ascended yet to power. 
that at the time that book was written, Assyria is the main power in the region. They've already defeated Egypt, but they in turn will get defeated by Babylon shortly before the time of the Babylonian captivity, when the the kingdom of Judah is carried off into captivity. After the kingdom of Israel is carried off, never to be seen again by the Assyrians, Babylon beats Assyria, Babylon beats Judah, and carries them off. And so this is written just before that time. And it's written, it sounds like, and that's what scholars think, at sort of the beginning of the ascendancy of Babylon. And so it looks like Habakkuk is looking at the people of Judah as he talks about why isn't there justice and how long, Lord. And what God is saying to Habakkuk the prophet is, you just watch in your day, I'm going to do something amazing. In your day, those people who you're wondering how long the evil will prosper will stop prospering. In your day, you will see the kingdom of Judah punished and the kingdom of Judah will have to face these Babylonians and these Babylonians who are feared and dreaded a law to themselves, swift, swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves, cavalry galloping, horsemen coming from afar, flying like eagles. This is all coming and you're going to get to see it. They laugh at your fortified cities. They just build ramps and they take them and they're coming and they're coming because God is letting them come. Habakkuk's second complaint. Habakkuk's a little bit of a complainer here. Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? You have made people like the fish in the sea, like the sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his net. He gathers them up in his drag net. And so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet, for by his net he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest foods. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? And so Habakkuk may or may not understand what God was saying in terms of the Babylonians coming, but he hasn't seen it yet. And so Habakkuk is still complaining, and he's still complaining because God still hasn't executed judgments. God still has not punished those who he sees doing evil, he is still tolerating the wrongdoer. He is still tolerating the wicked and the treacherous. Now, he'll get an answer, but we're going to get that in next chapter, so we'll put that off and wait for that answer next week. But he's still looking at God and saying, why are you silent? Why do you wait? And why do you not catch those who are catching other people in their traps like like fish caught in a net. It is a frustrating thing to live in a time where you see people doing evil and prospering. And pretty much any time is that time. 
This is something that you can see at any time in history. Had an interesting conversation with my son recently who was bemoaning living in these days as if there were some other set of days where things were much, much better, and I'm not sure there are. Things can often look better when we look back and we forget all of the bad things that happened in that time. And you can pick a whatever time you like in history, and I think we could probably come up with something that was wrong, someone who was treacherous, something that was evil, that was prospering. So it's not a particular time. It's not that Habakkuk would lived in the only time that happened or that we live in the only time that has happened, but that that is common to people, that we live in a broken and fallen world, in a world that is that it seems is moving away from God. But as God will talk to Habakkuk about, as God has already talked to Habakkuk about, God has plans. God is doing something about it, although perhaps not in our timing, but in his. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.